I'm Betsy Reed, and this is The Discomfort Practice, where I talk to creatives, activists, leaders, scientists, and a host of others about discomfort, about the role it's played in their lives, who they are and what they do in the world, and the value of discomfort in helping us move forward as a society. Discomfort is just the edge of your comfort zone, and on the other side are superpowers. So settle yourself in, and let's get uncomfortable. Welcome, and thank you for spending time with me. I hope you stick with me, because this might be an uncomfortable episode, but that is on purpose. I've decided it's time to go back to the beginning of the discomfort practice, which is about really challenging us to be on the edge of our own comfort zones. And I think this is probably going to be a theme in my solo episodes for a while, because it's always most powerful when I talk about, when I bring into my own work, whatever I'm working on, whatever is working for me, whatever I'm working through, etc. And right now what's coming up for me is going into the places I don't want to go into. (laughs) And I mean inside. So if you're familiar with the concept of the work of shadow work, it's about going into your own self and looking at the things that you don't want to be conscious of, or just the things that you aren't conscious of. And we all have them because there are things that maybe we've inherited from, you know, sort of our genetics, our DNA, our ancestors that we aren't conscious of as patterns in our life, as things that show up as ways we do things, ways we think, things like that. But then there are also things that are patterns we ourselves have created, and maybe that's from childhood, from trauma, from relationship patterns. It doesn't necessarily have to be a negative thing, but it's just the ways we function unconsciously. And Carl Jung, the psychologist, did a lot of work on the shadow and talking about how whatever isn't conscious steers us anyway. And the way to live a powerful and conscious life is to dive into those dark, murky depths that are often the places we're afraid of, the places we're not familiar with, the uncomfortable places inside of ourselves, and shining the light of consciousness, of awareness on those parts. And it's not so that we can smash them or blow them up. It's so we can love them, love them into the light, love them into consciousness, love them into an integrated part of our being so that we can then choose whether or not we want to operate in those unconscious parts. And if you're wondering what I'm on about, I'm talking about things like how you self-sabotage in your life or relationship patterns that you continually repeat, or perhaps things from your childhood that you don't understand why you keep dating your father, or in my case, why I kept dating my mother. I remember a therapist I had when I was getting married a few years back, chuckled one day when I was talking about my fiance at the time and said, so you're marrying your mother. And that did not feel good. (laughs) It did not feel comfortable. But now I understand what she was saying. She was spotting very realistically, very clear-eyed that I was repeating the script that I knew from my mother of being, well, 
with an avoidant partner, somebody who wasn't necessarily capable of intimacy or who manipulated through emotion or all of these things that, that I had established as my pattern of, of what love looked like from my earliest childhood memories, my early childhood patterning. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about the unconscious, about going into your shadows I've just come back from a five-day retreat with someone called Sabrina Lynn. Some of you might know who she is. And I don't even know what to call her. She's not a teacher. She's not a guru. She's something we don't have the word for yet because she's just a channel, a conduit for the work that needs to come through her. And I say that with absolute love and respect because she allows herself to be what is needed in the spaces she serves, in the containers she serves, to use her words. And it was 22 of us on a retreat in a beautiful location in Ibiza in Spain, and we basically did five days of shadow work. So we explored the deep, dark, juicy, feminine, and I'm not saying female, I'm going back to Jungian archetypes here of masculine and feminine, the masculine being about stillness and presence and consciousness and and emptiness the void so the sort of old school asceticism buddhism practices like that are very traditionally in that masculine container that masculine format of remove yourself from the world get quiet seek nirvana nothingness and then the feminine side of the archetype is about creation energy and chaos and it's beautiful and both have their place and both need to be in balance and we all have both within ourselves. So this retreat took us into the feminine in a big way. There were 21 participants and one man, (laughs) God bless him, who showed up out of just deep devotion to the feminine and was a really beautiful example of the masculine in our presence, of holding stillness, of holding consciousness. So big shout out to the wonderful Max who spent five days in the feminine with us. And it was just beautiful to see that dance between the masculine and feminine. But there was a point on, I think it was day three, where we were holding space for each other in groups of three. And I was, I was the one in the middle with my, my two group partners holding space for me to, to just be in my, my subconscious, my power, my whatever I needed to be in. And I was having a happy little love and light time. But even even in that, I was kind of thinking to myself, this is a little boring. This isn't really what I came here to do. You know, just sort of like, oh, stepping into my power. Mm, how yummy. And then was also like, this is really not what I came here to do. I came here to heal whatever's getting in my way. And Sabrina came over and said, are you up for an experiment? And I said, yeah. And she went, where do you not want to go right now? What do you not want to dive into? What are you avoiding? And immediately, because I was in this space with a bunch of other people who were going there themselves, there was this collective energy and I just dropped into it. And there was even a part of my body sort of like mid rib cage left side that just was like juicy and painful. And I, I just dropped into it and I just went there and I don't even know what I went into. But I kind of like dropped to the floor and was then just like screaming and burping and things wanted to come out and I thought I was going to vomit. And I was, there was something there that needed to be touched. 
to be let go of, just deep rage, deep something. And it might be my stuff. It might have been ancestral stuff. It might have been stuff that I've been carrying for the collective or that simply needed to flow through me in that instant. But after it had passed, I was sitting on the floor just laughing. I couldn't stop laughing because I was like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) And my partners in my triad were just like wide-eyed, like, wow, wow. Thank you for whatever that was, whatever you touched there, whatever deep, dark something you went into, something shifted for everyone in that moment. And I saw it in doing that work for others as well, in holding that space for people to go into their darkest, shadowy, scary, shitty places that that they've been taught, we've all been taught to avoid, to stay safe. You know, we stay in our comfort zones. We stick with what's comfortable. We stick with what we know because we don't know what's down there. And the only way to know what is in our deepest, darkest subconscious, to heal it potentially and to harness it, to harness our greatest creativity, our greatest potent creation force to make art in the world, to make art out of conflict, to make art from whatever situations we're in in life, is to go into those dark places. And I don't know what this is going to mean to you, but I invite you to let it mean something. And I'm going to ask the question that Sabrina asked me. Where do you not want to go in yourself? What are the places you keep locked away? What are the the ways in which you avoid going into the dark inside because you think, oh, I can't go there. That's the ugly side of me. That's the part of me I don't want to know. But those parts want to be loved. They want to be called into the light. And you might be absolutely amazed by what you find there. Because often the flip side of our shadows is our greatest gift. So for years and years, I didn't want to go there in my therapeutic work, my work with therapists, into my childhood because it was scary. It was painful. I thought that opening up those wounds again would destroy me. And we do have this irrational thing as humans where the things outside of our comfort zone, we avoid because we think it will kill us. It's just evolutionary biology, but think about it. It's not true. And we have these highly developed modern nervous systems. We don't have our grandmother's nervous system. We don't have our great, 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 great grandparents' nervous systems. Our nervous systems are attuned to deal with deep complexity, a lot of noise, a lot of information. And we can handle a lot more than our biology says we can handle. So I had avoided this inner child healing work because I didn't know how to do it. And because I thought that opening that quote unquote can of worms or Pandora's box or however you want to think about it, because we all have this thing that we want to keep locked away in the dark because we're scared of it. But I thought avoiding it was keeping me safe. And then when I finally got to a point where I just couldn't live like I was living anymore, it, it, it felt like I was limping along, just kind of trying to stick my arm back on when actually what I needed was deep surgery (laughs) and rest. And what I didn't know at the time was 
a deeper form of self-love. And you can only truly love something when you've seen the ugliest part of it and chosen to love it anyway. So when I went into those dark parts of myself I'd been avoiding and learned to love that, that hurt, scared child who never felt loved, that child who was used to being, well, hurt for never being good enough and wrapped my arms around her and told her, I'm here for you. You know, I'm, I'm the grown up version of you. Look at me. I'm strong. I've made so much of my life. I love you. You're safe. You can be healed. You can be a child. Let me take the adulting and, and healing that part so that it was no longer unconscious. And I no longer had these unconscious reactions that came from that inner hurt child. I brought it into the light and I loved her and I accepted her and I let her be what she is, which is a child, so that I could be what I needed to be, which is an adult who is shining light on those parts of my life, who is consciously owning every part of myself, who's owning the toxic behavior that harmed me as a child, but also doing things like owning the toxic behavior that I have been part of in my life toward other people. This all comes from doing shadow work, from stepping into the dark places you've been avoiding. And I'm not going to talk much more about this because I just want to leave you with that to ponder. Because maybe you're very familiar with shadow work. Maybe you've done it in therapy. You've done it in a yoga studio. You know that the whole good vibes only thing is a really toxic way of avoiding the things that really need to be healed. And then we end up with this weird, pseudo-spiritual, positive-only culture that actually doesn't serve us because there's still so much left to be healed. There's still this unconscious stuff driving the car of our lives. And it's asking to be brought into the light so that you can make it part of you, so that you can say, I see you. You're not allowed to drive today. <laughs> if maybe you do have, you know, there's anger in there or there's hurt in there or there's an un unhealed rebellious teenager who just wants to drive the car off the road. So I just ask you, if there are parts of yourself that pop up every once in a while that you just don't understand and you think, why is my life doing this again? Why am I in this relationship again? Why am I losing my temper for seemingly no reason? Why do I have rage when all the time I'm just trying to be polite? It's because there's something inside that wants to be brought into the light so it can be loved and healed and made part of you as a whole person. Because if you think about it, it's just nature. There's dark, there's light, there's daytime, there's nighttime. And we switch between the two with ease in our external environment, but not so much necessarily in ourselves because we're taught to avoid the dark places, the things that are called bad by society or by our parents. But really nothing is good or bad. It just is what it is. And it's, it's the hiding it. It's the denying it that gets us into trouble. So what are the parts of you that you avoid? What are the things you don't want to think about or deal with or get help with or cry over or get angry over? Maybe make a list. Spend some time asking yourself those things. Because it doesn't serve anyone, particularly you, to keep those things mashed down in the basement of your soul. 
Because then you end up feeling like you've got monsters in the basement when actually you don't. They're just parts of you that can be escorted up the stairs into the light or whatever you prefer to do, strap on your headlamp and go down and visit them and discover who they are and what they are and befriend them. Because they don't have to be enemies and they don't have to be scary parts of you. You can be whole. You can live every part of yourself in the light because none of us is perfect. And anybody who gives you a hard time for having imperfections or shadows or things that aren't necessarily your favorite parts of yourself, that's a chance for someone to love you, truly love you. But first, it's a chance for you to truly love yourself. That's the kind of healing we all need because this world needs us to be whole and not just walking around with one eye closed to ourselves, to our internal world. That's what our world needs as we watch conflict on a massive level unfold around us on the news, in the wider world, at work, in society, in our economy. That all comes from who we are as individuals. Society is made up of a collection of individuals. And whenever you heal yourself, you heal part of the world. And I'm saying that with great respect and seriousness. This is not easy work, but it is important work. And you can let it be easy by just stepping into it. Do the thing that is uncomfortable to deal with. Face the thing you don't want to think about and bring it love. Don't bring it condemnation. Don't bring it fear. Bring it love because that's what it wants. That's what it needs. And by loving it, you are going to change. You are going to be more whole and you are going to change things around you. This might seem a bit hmm, vague or it might not make sense to you. But if it doesn't make sense to you, please continue to think about it. Just ask yourself, what in me actually wants to be loved that I'm not loving? That's all you need to think about. That's all you need to ask. And then commit to loving the part of yourself you want to look away from. It's probably the simplest way to explain it. But I wish you a beautiful journey into the dark places because what a discovery to discover that you don't have to avoid any parts of yourself. You don't have to keep in the dark or be ashamed of any parts of yourself. If you own them, if you know them, they become safe. They become things you can heal or introduce or integrate. And so I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave this hanging. I'm recording this during Scorpio season, November, 2023, which is a time if you're into astrological seasons to really go inside, go deep, ask the hard questions, ask the deep questions, reinvent and heal. So hopefully that made you slightly uncomfortable. If it hasn't, I didn't do what I intended to do because it's a question I'm sitting with right now. What else do I need to bring to the light? What else needs to be loved in me so that it can be transformed, so it can be alchemized? I love that concept. I love that word. How can it be turned into something else? I'll leave that hanging there. But thank you for getting uncomfortable with me. Let me know how that landed with you. I would love to hear from you. You can DM me on Instagram. I'm the Betsy Reed, or 
find me on my website, betsy-reed.com. That's R-W-E-D. Send me a message. Let me know how this lands with you. Let me know if you have any questions about shadow work. Let me know if you want any help or support. I'm always happy to, to chat about these things. And I hope that in sharing my thoughts, sharing how this is working in my life, how it has worked in my life, it inspires, it supports you to know you're not alone. We all have parts of ourselves we're scared of, we don't want to know, we're ashamed of. But we all need to heal those things. And we are doing it together. You're not alone. Thanks for getting uncomfortable with me. If you enjoyed this episode, follow and like The Discomfort Practice wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave me a five-star and written review and share this with other people. Help me to reach new audiences with this idea that consciously practicing discomfort helps us to individually and collectively discover our superpowers and create a society and a planet where everyone can thrive. Thank you so much to my guests all season. Go back and listen to a few more episodes to hear more of them. They are wonderful humans doing amazing things in the world. Thanks to my team who helped me produce this podcast and for those who inspire me through their writing, their conversation, and their support. So that's all from me for now. Follow me on Instagram at the Betsy Reed if you want to get to know me a bit better, some of my thoughts. And in the meantime, stay uncomfortable. <laughs>